I've never felt that crazy before. I didn't Probably. know that. I mean, I didn't know you went that well, deep and dark. I, I don't know. Uh, it, it wasn't dark. I don't think it was like... <laughs> you were uh, You were in your uh, bedroom, like, painting your fingernails black and listening to The Cure. <laughs> Jay, start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, an unfiltered behind the scenes, no holds barred look at the realities of the location independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Travis Sherry. And I'm Jason Moore. We're co-founders of the Location Indie community and thrilled to spend this time with you. Finally. I'm thrilled. We, we put <laughs> off recording this podcast for a little while because I just didn't want to drag everyone down. I know we talk about it being an unfiltered, behind the scenes, you know, no holds barred, all those adjectives. I think they're adjectives that we throw in there, right? But man, I was bumming hard the last couple of days. And I was, I was thinking, I can't record a podcast and be like Eeyore on the podcast, can I? So, <laughs> well, you're a little better. Yeah, I mean, we say the raw and honest look. So, tell us why you were bummed. Well, here's the thing it'll be pretty meta if people are actually listening to this when it comes out, the day it comes out, which would be if I check my calendar, that's going to be Friday. 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 <laughs> it's Fry-bay, a new day everyone. of the week. Hey, it's Friday. <laughs> it's Friday. TGI Friday. <laughs> Friday, <laughs> Friday, um, yeah, Friday, February twenty sixth is when this episode is dropping. We are recording one day before, but what's meta about this? And I just kind of learned the meaning of the word meta a few months ago. You know, I would hear people say it, and I didn't really understand what it meant. So, of course, I, I think I went to Wikipedia or Dictionary dot com because I was too afraid to ask anyone. You ever feel like that? Oh yeah. Like you don't, you yeah. don't know something and you're too afraid so you just now like, look it I, up on your phone. This is a term I should know. You know what? I always get I always get analogy and metaphor confused now that we're having a confessional here. And and I think I'm okay with it, but sometimes I write something or I do something I'm like, is that an analogy or a metaphor? I'm not really sure. Well, I I couldn't help you because yeah, podcast confessional continues. <laughs> I I get them confused too. I I know, yeah. Thankfully, uh, this is an Eng- this is not an English literature podcast. You're, yeah, you're not coming here for your English literature advice. But I, you know, meta was a word I always heard thrown around, and I just thought, okay, well, what does it really mean? And um, it's going to be really hard for me to explain. So maybe I'll show my ignorance again. But in essence, if you don't know what meta means, it means that kind of we're talking about something that is then happening. I can't even. I'm not going to try to explain it. It's kind of but, hard to explain. Yeah, look up the look up the definition. Don't listen to me if you don't know. Look up the definition. If you do know, good for you. Um, it would be like uh, it would be like having a podcast that talks about podcasting, and then you're talking about that podcast that you're actually producing or something. Like right. That. You're like dot. You're like layering up. Imagine it's like you're holding up a some a mirror to another mirror, and it's that little you know. Then you see like eighteen mirrors going off. A hall of mirrors. Hall of mirrors. Um. So this is going to be a little meta, meta because. We are in the midst of opening up our location in the community to the public for the first time, right? And um, so it, it runs from well, for Monday the second through, time, but the first time this year. 
First time this year. First time actually really, though, putting some some thought into it, right? <laughs> the first time we did it, we just said, hey, we, we, we want to start a community. And we said, hey, here it is. But we didn't tell a lot of people either, Jay, because we, we wanted to make sure it was a good community first, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, we kept it really tight-knit. And yet, like any business you start or any project you start, we didn't really know what we were doing. We're like, okay, well, we're going to have a community. We know we have to connect everybody in some way. How are we going to leverage technology to do that? How are people going to be able to pay? How are we going to get people to join so we actually can have the community? I mean, all of these things that come... All that, on top of like, what do, what do people actually want with a community? Like, what is it that they're looking for? Are they looking for us to teach them? Are they looking for us to bring experts on? Are they going to actually talk to one another inside the community? We had no idea. No. And, and that's why that's, we were we were talking to a lot of people in the beginning because we wanted to understand that. And uh, but then you know you're still taking educated guesses, of course, after those conversations. Well, they're they are educated though, right? And so we gave it a whole year. We started February 2015. We gave it a whole year before we thought we were ready to then launch it, kind of to the general public with you know, hey, it's running, it's up and running. We're going to make a little a big push to to see if people want to join this. And um, so it was definitely scary. And we did way more work. You know, the first uh, the first time we launched it way back in 2015, in February 2015, we shot some videos, we put them together about a minute and a half each and things like that. This time we went, got professional videos shot so we could really get our message out there. What is this? Who is this for? Who is this right for? Who is it not right for? All that kind of stuff. So we could be you know, so people, if they heard it and they and they saw our message, they could not only learn from us, but they really got a sense of what was going on. And so we spent a lot of time and a big chunk, not a big chunk, but a, a decent sized chunk of money to get this stuff rolling because we wanted to do it right. We felt we were finally ready. And so from Monday to Friday, we've had it open. And uh, I have to tell you, it's now Thursday and it'll be Friday when people are listening to this. And Monday, Tuesday and half i'd say monday through tuesday night at about 4 p.m and i know i'll tell you why i know that was the time i was bumming hardcore man like i just i don't know you feel like you build up you build up you build up you build up and then all of a sudden it's there and i just i didn't feel like it was working the way i wanted it to and i didn't feel like our message was getting out there to enough people and i was just i was pretty depressed man we did have a conversation. I hope I cheered you up a little bit that that one day. It, this is we've talked about this on on previous shows and the whole business partnership thing. And it seems like one of us, you know, a lot of times we're we're riding the wave together, but then inevitably there's a time when one of us is down, and then one of us is super high, or one of us is feeling super. I guess uh, we we feel like everything's going to be okay and totally calm and chill. And then the other one's freaking out. And thankfully, for some reason, I don't know if it's something with our our friendship or I don't know what it is, but it seems like when one of us is really low, the other one's chill for some reason. I don't know why. Or you just slip into that role because you have to and somebody has to be. I think that's... I think you slip into that role because you know the other person needs it. And so for me... you know, I'm not one to really get down and depressed. I mean, I freak out a decent amount and I'm like, is this going to work? But I was just, you know, we had spent so much time and effort and I thought, here is why I think that I was so down is that 
I knew that we did the best job that we could at everything we were doing. The videos, we did the best job we could. Our editor who put together the videos, you know, we were going back and forth every day. No, put this in. Like we spent so much time making sure what we thought it was as good as possible. And he did a fantastic job. And the people who were helping us out, the location and the team, everyone was doing such a fantastic job getting ready for this. That that's what made me feel down was just that that feeling of I've done the best I can, and I don't know why it's not working. Yeah, there, there were people joining, but it wasn't as many people as we were hoping for with a big launch. And now we're getting towards the end of it, and that's when a lot of people usually make the decision. But yeah, and I felt the same way, although I didn't want to focus on it too much because it's still this week, and we still have those things that we created and we know they're great. And Travis and I, I mean, if you follow, you know, Extra Pack of Penis podcast, if you follow my podcast, like we really try our best to put awesome stuff out there. So when we put our names on it, we want it to be high quality and very good. So with these videos, we were a little bit obses- obsessive over them maybe, but what we wanted... I was pretty crazy obsessive. Like <laughs> the guy who was a video editor was sending me them and I watched him like three times to give him all these notes. Like he knew what he was doing. I was micromanaging to a very not a bad no it was bad for me i i mean he enjoyed it because he could easily yeah but um i was micromanaging pretty hardcore and um i i think you're right it what happened for me was the fact well a just to get back to the point that you were making was when you do any business whether it be a location independent business or anything like that you're putting yourself out there and i think that's what stops most people isn't it jay is this is this fear of rejection and this fear of failure, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, we had the concept for these videos. We had done a survey and we had almost 200 people reply and we really read through every single reply many times to draw out all of the things that people were struggling with, people were having an issue with. And we said, okay, how can we create a video series that can stand alone on its own? So even if people don't join the community. They're still going to get a lot of value out of it. They're still going to learn something. They can still take it and start a location independent business in a weekend, which is what we kind of locked in on because that's what people wanted. They wanted a step-by-step guide. They weren't sure how to get started. There were a lot of different emotions and things around that. Not only emotions and mindset stuff, but actual practical stuff. So we try to combine those two things into this video series. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you heard our sort of audio riffs that were based around the subject matter of that video series. But, you know, I, I don't blame you for micromanaging, dude. I mean, it, it was important that we got it across. And I think the main thing for us is we also wanted it to be entertaining. So that meant adding in a lot of extra little things that maybe we could have done without. But listen, I don't know. We, we want to attract the right people to the community well, and, and that's it was it was a long process too it wasn't i mean these videos have been two months in the making from right. a going through and, and sending out the survey then taking everyone's answer and saying how can we build exactly what these people want um then actually writing out the script which just writing out the script for these four videos took us a week of you know we're talking eight to ten hours a day just like <laughs> In it, writing them. Do you remember when we were like, okay, we scheduled like a day on the calendar. We're like, okay, we'll write scripts this day and then we'll shoot two videos this day. (laughs) Huge take away from the podcast. It always takes way longer than you think it's going to take. Exactly. We did a ton of work for this and we shot the videos then they got edited. So it's been like a two-month process and it just... 
I feel I felt like it was falling flat on its face, and I think there's there's two main reasons that I was feeling so down, and why I've been able to this this story has a happy ending, folks. We're here on the <laughs> podcast. That's the only reason we're recording is happy ending here. Um, no, we we want to give you the real look, and and this is the realities of it. When you do something bigger than you've done before. You go through this crazy roller coaster. So whether that means you're starting your first thing or whether that means you're doing your 15th thing, but you're trying to make it bigger and better, every time you try to do something different, bigger, better, you put yourself out there, it's a crazy roller coaster unless you're um, really chilled out and have a really good perspective. And if you do, congratulations, I do not. But the two reasons I think were that one, I thought we did as good a job as possible. And so there wasn't something I could point to for the reason why it was happening, right? So there wasn't, I was looking for an answer. I was searching like, all right, well, if I just do this, like what if I, maybe people aren't watching a video because the title should be changed around a little bit, or maybe um, it's like one minute too long. So can we go back in and cut stuff like just going crazy? So if you've heard the 80-20 rule, um, I was not 80-20-ing at all. I was like <laughs> the total opposite <laughs> of that. And, you know, the, the thing was there was no right answer. Like we just had to do it and there, you know, there isn't... Well, let's talk about that. I mean, is there ever a right answer? Really? Well, my, my issue with entrepreneurship, <laughs> for being honest, is that I love doing my own thing and figuring it out. But when I can't figure it out, I want there to be a right answer. And so I get in this crazy like indecision space of like, even, even the other day, I'm trying to decide when I want to hold this workshop. I'm like, 4 p.m. or 5 p.m., 5 p.m. or 4 p.m., 4 p.m. Like for 20 minutes, I couldn't decide. And I just was like, what's the right one? I almost Googled like, when should I hold a workshop? When's it best for people to come? Dude, who knows? There is not an answer. So it, it drives me bonkers when if I'm not in the right headspace to just push forward and do it, I get crazy and I start searching for answers and there isn't one. And that's when you have to push through and just do it. I think. Unless yeah. you, yeah. Unless, you know, yeah. I mean, definitely a right answer for everything. Then dude, hook a brother up. And no, tell. I mean, here's the thing about business in general, I think, because when you think business, you think numbers and analytics and uh, metrics, and there are certain ways, optimal times to do things and all that stuff. And I, I know there are, to an extent, but at the same time, if you think about the workshop example, is it four o'clock or five o'clock? Well, you could look at st the statistics all you want, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it just depends on who shows up, what kind of mood they're in. There's all these human nuances to this stuff and it's really unpredictable. So I think letting go of expectations is the best thing you can do as a any entrepreneur, location independent or otherwise, because when you go into something with expectation, and it's not saying aim low or don't set goals or something like that. I mean, th this is a tricky subject because goals essentially are expectations, right? But there can be, I think, an emotional detachment from the result, you know, because once you're like you said, we put our best work out there. We made some great stuff. We're like doing these workshops. People are loving them. Uh, the videos, we know they're great. Yet, you know, if we didn't get the kind of response we wanted in the first few days or whatever, at some point we have to just, I mean, going into it probably as what I'm learning is the more I emotionally detach from the result or, or put any, any type of, um, 
association with, it's not like you don't want to criticize your work, but you don't want to go so deep that, you know, it makes you doubt what you've done. Well, and I think that's, uh, here's the crazy part about it. Before we launched the videos and, and before Monday, before we even knew who was going to show up, I said to our other friend, Matt, I said, he said, oh, well, you sound pretty confident what you guys are doing. I said, yeah, because I'm not going to worry about the results. I said, I know we've done an awesome job. We spent a lot of time doing this. And um, I, I know we're going to get some incredible people to join Location Indie, and I know that the community is already thriving. So I'm like, I'm not going to let that dictate my mood because we've done a really good job. It's not really about the numbers. Like, I, I, yes, I want thousands and thousands of people to see these videos because I think it can help change your life. But I just said, you know, we've done the best we can, and and I'm I'm cool with that. So I said that to him. I think on like. Saturday and then Monday hits <laughs> and that's the second thing that I that is why I was feeling so down so the first was the the fact that there was no right answer and the second part was that I got inside of this too deep at just as you were talking about and I started looking at metrics and I started being looking at how many people were watching the videos and to the point where I was had our little Wistia account up, which is you know where we host them, so similar to YouTube if you're unfamiliar. And I was just hitting refresh and seeing if more people were viewing them and seeing how long people were watching them. And then I was going to the emails. I'm like, all right, how many people have opened this email? And I, dude, I I would literally go through this like vicious cycle of like, how many people watch the video? How many people open the emails? How many people join location? How many people sign up for the workshop? And then I would just keep going back around and around. And Oh yeah, that's called that's there's a name for that. I'm gonna call it right now the unproductive Sanity. loop. The oh, unproductive wow. loop. <laughs> it was awful. And so from Monday, Monday and Tuesday, I'm just watching these metrics and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is bombing. What what can I do? We put money out, we put all this time, it's not gonna work, no one likes it, all this stuff. Yeah, I've never felt that crazy before. I didn't Probably. know that. I mean, I didn't know you went that well, deep and dark. I, I don't know. Uh, it, it wasn't dark. I don't think it was like <laughs> you were. Uh, you were in your uh, bedroom, like painting your fingernails black and listening to the Cure. <laughs> yeah, Nine Inch Nails. Um, I don't think it was that dark. It was more just I was bumming. Like I was just bumming because I really wanted this to work. And so, but here's the thing. So, so those are the two reasons. And I just wanted to get it all out there because I think it's. If you're going to do anything, this is not to scare you off from doing it. This is to to show you that if you get like this, like that, that's normal. Okay. You're going to go through these ups and downs and we talk about it on the show, but this is a primo example of it actually happening in my real life because, you know, bumming, bumming, bumming. And, and now I think back about it, Jay, it was only Monday and halfway through Tuesday, but it felt like forever. So bumming, bumming, bumming. And then Tuesday night, 4 PM, this is when everything changed. Um, we did a expert question and answer in inside the location indie community with a location indie member about Amazon selling on Amazon and fulfillment by Amazon, and he hopped on and he gave the most kick-ass um, workshop on how how to do stuff on Amazon retail yeah. arbitrage. Right, how to basically buy from stores and then resell on Amazon and make good money, and he's doing it, and it's it's a huge industry now, or it's starting to become very big, and he's one of like the people you know on the forefront of it, and um, Jason, and I knew nothing about it really except kind of the basics. He's been killing it for the last seven months, and everyone in the location indie community was so excited to listen to this because he's an awesome guy, and because they knew what he was talking about, and we had our biggest turnout ever. 
he went on for two hours. Typically, they go for an hour. People were asking crazy questions. Uh, my best friend from high school finally joined Location Indie and was on it and was texting me like, oh, my gosh, this is insane. Like, this guy is awesome. I took a step back and I was like, wow, like, this is what we're doing in here. Stop focusing on all these stupid metrics and start focusing on what really matters. And that is that the people inside Location Indie are doing awesome things. They're helping each other out. You've built a community and fostered a community of people that is exactly what you want. Like every, like he's a perfect example. He was saying, I, I will show you everything that I do. This isn't about other people competing with me. Like anyone can do this. I'm going to show you six months ago. I didn't know what I was doing. Someone helped me and he was just going nuts. So, um, I just thought that was awesome. And it helped bring me back to the why, as opposed to all the other, like, I guess that how many, it took me out of the like online business mode that I was in and brought me back to the heart of why we did Location Indie and I needed that. And then that took me through to Wednesday and I did a workshop, a free workshop and people were just, it, it went fantastically well for no, no tech issues. We always got to clap for that. Jay. No tech issues. And so then I was like, and people were loving, I'm like, this is why we're doing what we're doing. So I just had to take a step back and realize that, man, get your head out of all the little minutia because you can go deep into it. And we, we nerd out on business <laughs> and that's because it's fun. But when it get, when you get too close to it, you, you forget about the big picture stuff. And um, yeah, I think, you know, with this launch, like you said, we've invested a good amount of money in the videos and, you know, we're doing some ads on Facebook because we're trying to find the right people there and some other things. And it's, it's a decent amount of money. And I think we would be remiss if we didn't mention that because I think that adds a layer of pressure. But I think that probably was a much bigger layer than like I, I glossed over that here, but that's totally true. I was scared that we were going to lose the money we put in, even though we had things that like now these videos we can use all the time, like and they're right. awesome. But right. I, I, that, just, I mean, that's that's an important point because the things that you create, you know, if they don't work and they, and it is working but if if even if it doesn't work the same the exact way you want it to you know think about think strategically about the things you create i think because we we made it high quality you know we know we have something great that we can use in many different ways we can use it for the next launch or we can use it for other different things uh to help people out and uh, i think that's important too when you're cre- when you're investing in creating assets like this for your business i use the word assets because i don't know what kind of business you're in if you're listening or what you're thinking about and it might not be you know <laughs> it might be physical goods or something but whatever you're investing in but either way like whether you're putting money in a lot or not, I think a lot of the mindset stuff we talked about or that you just talked about, the size of it doesn't matter, right? Because if you just bring the wrong, not the wrong, I see, I don't think it's wrong that you felt that way. It's just that you, like you said, you got too wrapped up in it. And I found myself on this roller coaster ride as well, but I was trying to just kind of stay out of it this time because I've been driving myself nuts lately. Well, and, uh, and I think, uh, and I want to get to your therapy session as well. So that's good. <laughs> but I think that the other thing that I was doing that was hurting actually yeah. was that I thought if I worked harder, and this is exactly opposite of what we try to tell people. But you know, when it's you, it's it's harder to see that. Mm-hmm. And um, you have to go meta. You have to go outside of you yourself. Have to go and outside watch of what you're doing. I I tried working harder, 
And I thought, okay, like I would write emails that were going to go out to people and then I would unschedule them and go in and change like one word and then do it again and do it again. So like I was trying to get it so right back to the first point of trying to get it right that it was like causing me to work so long throughout the day and not be able to take any a step back because I'm like, I got to do this, I got to do this. But it was all pretty minuscule stuff. And listen, I get it. Like you want it to be perfect. We're perfectionists. So, so I'm not saying you shouldn't try to make it as good as possible. But when you keep doing that, it, it, it ends up like it, it's a, there's a breaking point where it only makes it worse because you're not able to sit back. And dude, once I sat back, I mean, now... Wednesday and Thursday, like, and when we're recording, it's like the, it's crazy to see the difference of people joining. Like the floodgates have opened now and I'm doing less, like, because I just took a step back. It's just crazy to see how that works, how your energy kind of gets transferred. I'm not trying to get woo woo. No, no. I mean, no, that's, that's totally true. And, you know, we've done some big launches, so we get into launch mode, I think. And that's another trigger that gets us a little... Crazy, but the last time we did a big launch for the Paradise Pack, we were together and we got to go to Mexico and we got to play some disc golf in Colorado. And we got to like, you know, unwind in different ways and force each other to kind of get out outside of it. But it's a little bit harder when you're separate and and we divvied up the tasks pretty well. I think on this one, it's still you're in your own world in that way. Yeah. Um, I think bonus tip: if you ever can do it from a warm weather climate and you're someone who likes warm weather stuff, do that because that's another thing. It was raining and sleeting here in Philadelphia, and I was just holed up in my office, not even really going outside. Uh, to me, I'll never do that again. Like I want to be somewhere where I have someone f- is forcing me to get out, or it's nice enough to get out because that's a huge step out away from the computer or whatever you're doing and and get some headspace. I think that's huge. That is hugely valuable. I think you mentioned the word perfectionist, that we're perfectionists. I, I don't know if we're perfectionists. I know I know what you mean, but I think we're we are if we're gonna label ourselves, I think we're perfectionists who deliver, who ship. Because some perfect if sometimes if you're too much of a perfectionist, you never get it done. You know, and and this really helped us, I think, was just setting the deadline because we've been pushing about pushing it back. And then we set a deadline for this launch. And it was a it was a reasonable deadline, but maybe a little aggressive for the video, which I felt a little bad for for Matt because he was editing all the videos. But we needed to set the deadline and get it done. And and he did what he had to do. We did what we had to do. And that seems to happen when there's a deadline. You somehow get everything done you need to do, but without the deadline it can be very hard because you can just obsess over a lot of little things. And I think that's key if you're launching projects is to somehow have a deadline and hold yourself accountable. And I think the other thing is when you're creating things is, especially with the community, but with anything, whether you're you're a client-based business or whatever you do, you want to attract the right people, you know? And I think that's another reason why we were putting so much time into this is because we're a little goofy. We're like, if you guys know us or you're listening, you kind of know what we're all about. We're we're totally transparent. We're guilty. Or, <laughs> guilty. Goofy. Guilty, we're guilty. Guilty as, guilty as charged. Uh, we're probably guilty of a lot of things. But um, we've been, I think, doing a good job attracting the right people in Location Indie. We've been doing the best job because everybody's awesome. And that's how I know we're on the right track because whatever we're doing with these videos or whatever we're doing with how we're representing what actually goes on there and what it's all about... I know we're doing a great job because I meet the people that come into the community and they're awesome. They get it and they're helpful. And obviously, the more people we add into it, the more people that are helping each other out and the more we can all grow together. So, of course, we're going to be disappointed if we 
don't do a good enough job not only bringing the right people in. We don't want to disappoint the people that are in Location Indie by bringing the wrong people in. And also, we want to make sure that they have access to a lot of different experts, information, and different people bring different things to the table. So... I, I couldn't agree more. And just to, to wrap this positive story up, I mean, I've been feeling great then since Tuesday. Wednesday was awesome. And this morning, as we're recording this Thursday morning, and I, I hope this continues. I hope it, like this isn't uh, me messing with the chi here, right? And then, But I don't think what I've done then is, you know, I knew I had to get out of my own head and out of the metrics and I couldn't force myself. I mean, I was literally like sneaking to my computer at night at like 11 p.m. and just hitting refresh. It, it was like, dude, it was like I was on drugs, man. I was going crazy. <laughs> I just said, I'm not going to do that. So I woke up Wednesday because I knew I had a workshop to put on for people. I'm like, I'm not going to look at a single thing. I'm going to focus on doing a kick butt workshop. That's all I want to do. I don't care who joins. Yet, you know, I don't care about how many people watch the videos last night as I was sleeping, all that kind of stuff. Totally. And then, of course, what happens as soon as you do that, a flood of people join. And that's like the dating, right? Everybody says, as soon as you don't care about meeting somebody, that's when you meet somebody. It's like, feel like letting go with everything in life is when things really happen to an extent. Totally. And we woke up today and I said, I'm not checking anything. We've got a podcast to record. I've got another workshop come up. I don't care. Like, I know it's going to be awesome. We've done the best we can. And uh, just I'm going to do that in my own life, my personal life, where I'm going to get an alarm clock and put my phone in another room so that I don't wake up and start looking at my phone first thing in the morning because it's just cramping your brain. So yeah, it's a great idea. Just setting the phone aside. And actually, it's one of the things I love about being in Norway is, you know, unless I'm connected online, I don't my phone is is not ringing as much. Maybe that's because everybody just forgot about me. I don't know. Don't forget about me, everybody. I'm just I'm just over the pond. And as we're winding down, we only have about five seconds left. So we appreciate you being a part of this mini therapy session as time has expired. But Travis, I need two more minutes because we got to talk about what's going on inside of LI. And I wanted to throw this to you really quick. We'll just, I'm going to set the timer again for two minutes so we don't blab our mouths too much. But Melinda had a great post in LI the other day. And you and I both loved it. We're like, oh, this is like a total separate podcast episode. And she was asking, what are the mistakes you made as a green traveler, quote, green traveler, like when you were a new traveler, what are some of the mistakes, mistakes you made? And uh, this is in the travel section inside LI. And, and of course, there were a slew of comments, a, a lot of th- whatever you want to call them, embarrassing things or silly things or whatever that uh, people did as a green traveler. I want to hear one from you, Travis, and then maybe we can extend, we can extrapolate this to a longer podcast at some point, I think. Sure. For me, I flipped it on its head a little bit. I probably do more embarrassing, stupid stuff now that I'm not a green traveler because (laughs) when I was new, I made sure all my ducks were in a row. Like, oh yeah, I've got all the papers I need, my visas, all this kind of stuff because you're like... You're, I was super. Not, I'm never super prepared. Let's let's get that out of the way. I was more prepared because I was new to it. So I'm like, all right, all this stuff has to be done now. Like I'm leaving for Israel in two days. I haven't looked at the itinerary. I don't even know what the weather's like there. I don't know anything. I'll figure it out like three hours before I go. I know I don't need a visa, so that's good. Three hours before I go, and I'll go. But that has led me to getting stuck in Singapore because my passport was too full, so I couldn't go on to Indonesia. Uh, it has led me to um, being on train going between uh, Czech Republic and Germany and not having the paper printed out and having it on my phone and the guy telling me that no, I, he had to stamp a paper and not 
Uh, he had to physically use his stamp on a paper. I'm like, dude, you see it right here as a barcode. And me fighting with him to literally say, then just stamp my screen. And he wouldn't do it, obviously. And I had to pay like a hundred more, more dollars for this train ticket in Czech Republic. And then when we crossed the border, I actually had to pay to the German conductor as well. So I got doubly screwed on that one. Um, well, I... Uh I will tell you one really quick. And by the way, I'm going to coin a new phrase. An experienced traveler is a lazy traveler. What so, do you think? That's put that true on, with me, man. Could put that on a t-shirt. Uh, I will tell you really quick. Uh, my packing was atrocious on my first backpacking trip when I went overseas to Europe on a solo backpacking trip for two months. The amount of heavy stuff I had and the ridiculous amount of... Uh, like, it wasn't over, over the top, but it was a little insane. So I ended up ditching stuff the whole way. And um, I have plenty of other mishaps and stories to share, but we're out of time. To get a little meta, if you guys are listening to this on Friday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, whoever's in charge of the Gregorian calendar, please note, (laughs) there's a new day of the week. It's called Friday, and Travis just invented it. If you're listening to this on Friday, (laughs) February... 26 right when this comes out uh the doors to location in the are still open but only until midnight so if you want to get in um we've had some incredible people join once i stopped freaking out um some we have amazing people in there and uh a bunch of incredible people have already joined we're also giving away like three free bonuses it, it's pretty awesome what's actually happening uh now that we got out of our own way um don't miss so it on friday yeah so if you're listening and you want to get in uh the doors will be closing at midnight on Friday. So that's Friday between Friday and Saturday. So head on over to locationindie.com. You still have time to sign up. We'd love to have you in there. It's totally risk-free. You know, I'm not going to give you a whole spiel, but you know, you can cancel anytime. It's a monthly payment, 33 a month. At this point, you can cancel anytime. So that's great. Come on in, check it out. Um, if you're listening later in the future, then and you want to hop on our email list to find out when we open the doors again and get all this free stuff, you can text location indie. I-N-D-I-E to 33444. You'll automatically be added to our email. All one word, location indie. That's right. So there we go. We got some Um, fun episodes to record now. I think we're going to maybe get into another recording session and you guys are going to want to stick around for these because I think... Yeah, I think you're going to be intrigued by what we have coming for you. I've got one more thing to throw at people. Thank you, everyone who supported the Location Indie podcast on Tuesday. This was oh, another yeah. part. Yeah. We asked people to subscribe to the podcast so we could try to get as high on iTunes chart as possible. We broke into the top 100 iTunes podcasts in the world. All right. So like no categories. These are just the top 100 podcasts. We peaked at number 91, which uh, when you're up there with professionally produced podcasts by like ESPN and NPR and stuff like that. Um, an amazing feeling. So thank you, everyone who's listening, who supported us and subscribed on Tuesday and Wednesday. We really appreciate that. That has been a huge uh, blessing throughout this whole process. Just yeah. another thing we threw on top as we were... Uh, oh, wait. Can I throw stuff. one more thing on top? No, I shouldn't. But uh, I will say thank you, everybody, to to everybody who also subscribed as well, just to echo Travis's statements, but also whoever, everybody who took time to leave a review because we didn't even ask for that. We've already got a bunch of reviews. They're super nice, and it really helps because this is a brand new podcast. We plan on continuing it, but we don't know if if people don't like it or they're not listening, then obviously it's not going to be worth it to do it if there's nobody listening except uh, I, I travis and i well we'll run our mouths anyway even if nobody's listening usually we do but either way if you want to let us know what you think about this show just leave a review and give us your honest feedback and that way we can know if we're 
if we should continue on, what we should talk about, if you have any topics you want us to cover, any directions you want us to take the show, whatever. Just let us know. And if you haven't subscribed, help us out. Uh, Hit that little subscribe button. And uh, I think we should get the dinger for the third time. This is the first three ding podcast (laughs) so far. So thank you guys very much. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you next time. Peace. Later.